live from Casa de Monte Cristo with Selena Marcus. It's smoking section. So here we are now. We're back with part two. Back again. Back again with part two with our friend Patrick Thomas. Yeah. I'm not drinking anymore, but I've already had at least four whiskeys. At least. They were all doubles. They were all double and, shots. Um, oh, we need one more then. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I smoked that whole cigar. <laughs> Monte Cristo White Series, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I got a. I don't remember nice they are mine. Going the wrapping's that. gone too, so I don't even remember mine. I think oh, mine, mine was gosh. an ASIC uh, ripcord. And like I is said. Is this a PG podcast or no, can I tell no, the bad stories? You can stories? tell bad stories. Yeah, There's, listen, listen, we, we don't have a boss. No. We are the boss. The host, so let me, let me check with the boss right quick. Can we do P- PG? Are we are we PG? No, we're not PG. Okay, good. We can do I'm whatever we want. My boss. Yeah. yeah, check with your boss. Who is me? And I'm gonna go with. I better not tell some of the worst stories. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's amazing being your own boss, isn't it? It has its moments. Love it. Sometimes it's seven o'clock at night, and I've been at work since five a.m. And it's like this isn't fun. I was told this would be fun. <laughs> they lied to me. This is a lie, perpetrated by people who want you to work until all hours of the day and night. <laughs> I remember when I was my only job was to sit there on the radio and tell jokes, and I thought, man, I wish I had more control over this. And now I'm like, oh, oh no, they tricked no, me. They, they t- made me. They tricked oh, me. No, no, you can't do that. You're actually, I said at the beginning of part one, you're actually a a stand up comedian. I am, yeah. and I'm very upset that I missed your last show because I, I had to work. Wait a minute, you wait a minute. I know you're a stand up comedian, but you actually had a show, a comedian he show. He opened for yeah. someone. Yeah. Yeah, I was opening. I opened for Killer Bees anytime he's with anywhere within a few hundred miles so that I can drive there and and do the show for him. Oh, that's so dope. It's it's, you know, I'm a pretty good opening act. People don't know who I am anyway, but you can always say ACM and CMA award-winning Patrick Thomas. That's true, because you, you do have an ACM I and do a CMA. Have an ACM how and many CMA. how many ACMs do you have? I've one of each. Thank you very one much. One of each. That's not. That's. I'm not going to go there. Never mind. And it's, it's more than I got. I was, no, listen. So I we play. Marcus and I play. More than a lot. That's not more no, than a lot. <laughs> Marcus and I play in this poker uh, group once a month. And uh, the first night we were there, there were eight dudes in that room, and um, and it was all music industry people. And yep. I like to say that between those eight guys, we had nine CMA awards yep. in that room. Yep. That's crazy. Yep. Sounds impressive till you realize that Lon Helton has eight. eight. <laughs> did he just win another one? He did. So at Christmas when we played, he was there. We had ten CMA awards in that room, and nine was him. But he had nine of them. Damn. I still have one, and that's more than everyone else in the room combined. Exactly. So. Right. More than some artists. That's right. <laughs> it is more than some. It is more than some artists. <laughs> it's fun because I like when people come to my office and they go, "Is that a real CMA award?" So they don't make fake ones. So. I've held it. I've held right. it, and it's um, it's very heavy. No, the ACM is heavy. The it's ACM like one is heavy. Pounds. Yeah, it's much heavier than you expect it to be when yeah. you're looking at it. Um, when we won the ACM, I used to have a regular. I'd go get a beard trim and a haircut like every two months, and it it only been three weeks since I'd been. But I went in because we were going to the ACM awards, and so my barber was like, "Hey." You know, and he's my barber. He knows my name. He knows your name. He doesn't know much else about me. Right. You know, I mostly when I'm in there, we talk about sports or I bitch about my, you know, whatever my situation. You know, I don't talk about my job specifically. So uh, he goes, why are you in here? You were just in here three, four weeks ago. And I said, yeah, well, I, I have to go to Dallas this weekend because I won an ACM award. And he goes, oh, wow. That's cool. He goes, 
he immediately assumes I'm not not an artist. So he goes, "Are you like a like a songwriter or a producer or something?" And I just told him, I said, "No, I'm on a radio show and we won national radio personalities of the year." And as soon as I said it, I went, "Damn. I missed the joke. I thought of the joke like like 10 seconds too late, and I may never get a setup like that again." And then 6 months later we won a CMA award. And I was in physical therapy at the time, and I had hurt my back. And my physical therapist knew me and everything about me. Right. So we're, she's talking to me, and she's, you know, she's all excited because it was the day before the CMAs. She's like, I can't believe you won. This is so exciting. How's it gonna, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to the parties? Are you going to do this and that and everything? And I, I said, yeah. And then after I was done, the girl who was working right next to her, who also worked there, comes over and goes, I'm sorry to be – I hope this isn't rude, but did I overhear you say that you won a CMA award? And I was like, yes. And she goes, are you like a writer or a producer or something? And first of all, I looked up to heaven and thanked the comedy gods for giving me the setup again. I was like, thank you. Thank you, comedy Jesus. I appreciate this. It's my second chance. So she goes, are you like a writer or a producer or something? And I looked right at her and I went, no, ma'am. I'm Luke Bryan. (laughs) And you got to hold it. You got to hold that serious. Because at that point, she doesn't know if you're crazy. Or if there's a small chance that she that you're serious and like, how good are the camera? Tra- how good is Photoshop these days? Photoshop got good. If that's really what Luke Bryan looks like, I tell that story. I'm gonna say I'm, 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 I'm Darius Rucker from no, now on. No, hey, <laughs> I tell Allen. that story. Just go with Luke Bryan. It's just, just as funny. Luke Bryan. I tell that story occasionally. And everyone I tell that story to laughs. But you know who did not laugh? Luke Bryan. He did not think that was funny at all. I told him that story. We were waiting in line. To get, I was waiting in line after a CMA after party the next night. For my, I was waiting for an Uber. But Luke Bryan, I'm assuming, was waiting for his limousine. But it was the same line. And we were smoking cigars. Not as nice as these. But we were smoking cigars sitting outside the CMA after party. They had given them to us. And we were standing there. And I'm like, hey, Luke, you know what? This is a funny story. Because you just won the Entertainer of the Year. And I have a CMA award. I won tonight, too. And here's the funny little story. And I told him that. And he literally just took a puff on that cigar and went, okay. <laughs> like, oh. Oh, he doesn't, he doesn't think that's funny. He oh, mad because he, he don't look as good as you, bro. Yeah. That's all it is. That's all it is. Jealousy. Jealousy. Like, oh, my God. Right. Oh, shit. All right, I'm going to tell the story I'm not allowed to tell when I open for Killer Bees. Yes. My fiance were here. She'd be sitting on one of these chairs going, don't tell that story. So uh, you may have to edit this entire thing out. No. We're not, I'm editing, use we're some, not editing shit I'm not out. Editing. Nope. Mm. Nope. I'm not going to do the stand-up version because it requires me to say a bunch of bad words that are just not, it's not as funny without. So you have to use your imagination. Okay. Okay. I went to Germany years ago. My best friend lives there. And he... Took me to he. It was one night. It's like a Saturday night. He goes, "Well, the women are gonna go shopping. Do you want to go to the spa?" And I was like, "What's the spa?" He goes, "Well, it's very relaxing. They have uh, hot tubs and saunas, a steam room. There's an ice pool. There's an ice room. It's just you go from the hot to the cold and back to the hot and the cold. And we drink beer and it's very relaxing." I said, "That sounds okay." He goes, "It's co-ed and naked." Oh, and I said, "Well, let's go." Yes. You know why? Definitely. Because you never have to ask a man if he wants to do something involving naked women. 
right? <laughs> we want to do that. We do. It doesn't matter what it is. If you like, well, a bunch of us run up the steps over by the Capitol, then we roll down the hill, and then we run back up. So we do it like six times. That doesn't sound fun at all. What's co-ed naked? Is it expensive? Or like, do I have to sign up in advance? <laughs> Because we don't think it through. We don't think that for every hot chick that there might be there, there's going to be a dude there that looks like Marcus. <laughs> and there's going to be some women there that look like, like Marcus. <laughs> like, that's not a, like, so we go and. I am, yeah. I am hiding. I'm hiding the man boos right now. The, the, I'm the hiding the man boos right now. Marcus the crowd is supporting me right now. But no, I love okay, it. So we're there. And I'm not going to lie. We saw some real good looking women. In this spa. We also saw some women that I wish that I can't get the image out of my mind. Like this one woman leaned over to to tighten the uh, strap on her sandal, and it looked like she had a a softball in a tube sock just rolling around next to her thigh. It was terrible. Terrible. Never forget it as long as I live. It was as long. It was down to here, and it just, oh. I'm but so you know happy. What? I am so happy the photographer has left. The, yeah, yeah. The only girl who was here is no longer here, it's and no Keila, our waitress, here. is nowhere nearby. So I can tell the story. So, so we're at the spa, and it was fine. We had a great time. It's fine. So three days later, he goes, "Listen, me and two of my buddies from college every Tuesday, we go to the spa. They want to know if I want to go. Do you want? We have to go back. Do you want to go?" And I said, "Yeah," because. There might be other naked women there that we didn't see last time. Like, this isn't a hard choice, right? Oh, Recap. So let's, let's go do that. And we get in the car away from all the women. It's just the two of us. And he gets so serious. And he's standing there, and he looks at me, and he goes, I have to tell you something very important about my friend Thomas. I went, oh, Okay, yeah, sure. What, what's that? Because, you know, you got to tell your friends something about, like, like if his wife is, has cancer right, or, you right. know, his mom just died or if he's got, like, a wonky eye that looks off this way. Like, you got to so tell so, me that so, so that I don't, like, when I introduce myself to him and I, I don't see the wonky eye or the third nose growing off his face and go, whoa. Like, I got to be, pre- you got to prepare your friends for this crap, right? Yep. Real talk, real talk. Yeah, it's real talk. Real, that's real talk. talk. So if you have a friend like, or a family that's like, member. like a friend that know that you can't, you can't, like, you're on speakerphone. Don't say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You always say that just to be safe. You're on right? speakerphone. So I'm like, uh, so I kind of perk up in my chair and I'm like, oh, okay, what's, what's up with Thomas? And he goes, Thomas has a huge day. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Oh, Hold my on. God. Hold on. I was already at. Oh the spa my God. with him, okay? This German bitch, he's got a donkey on him, okay? And there were huge Aryan mega penises all over this freaking oh spa. Oh, my God. How big is Thomas's thing that you felt the need to warn me? How big are we talking? He goes, I'm just, I'm just giving you a heads up for two reasons. One, I don't want you to freak out when you see it. Two, we're going to make fun of him because of his huge penis. And I was like, well, that's not how it works in America at all. I'm just letting you all know. That's backwards. backwards. That's not usually the guy we make fun of. We usually make fun of the guy with the pinky on his. We don't usually make fun of the guy with a baby leg hanging on him. But okay, I'm game. Let's do this. So he takes me to the spa, and I introduces me. I go, this is my friend Franz. Hey, Franz, how you doing? This is my friend Thomas. And all I'm thinking is, you've got a huge dick. That's all that's going through my head. Oh, my God. So, okay, an hour goes by. We're in the 
sauna in the steam room. I didn't see it. We're in the ice room. I didn't see it. Take a shower. We go back. We're in another sauna. And it's, finally, we're in this sauna. It's just the four of us. <laughs> and they had different ones, and they're like different types of, you know, heat right, and all this right. stuff. We're in this one. It's just the four of us. It's a double-decker sauna. So we all climbed up to the top level and sat way back on that big old bench, just like I'm sitting on this couch now. And, and even though he was all the way back and his knees were touching the bench, he was sitting right in front of me, and I saw it. <laughs> and it looked like it looked like his member oh my god had a member growing out of it <laughs> it went all the way to the end of the bench and bent 90 degrees and oh. kept going wow hanging over like his legs just with a bit like just wow <laughs> and wow. I was trying not to stare at it because I was afraid I might turn into stone <laughs> And didn't know what to say. And right at that moment, my other two, the other two guys start yelling something at him in German. And I don't speak German, but I assume it was something like, dude, <laughs> you're swung. Because at that moment, he picked it up with both hands, oh my God. flopped it over his thigh, oh and covered God. it with his towel. Oh, my God. And I tell this story. Oh, my God. And women will come up to me after stand-up shows and go, yeah, but was he ugly? No, no, because the world's not fair. Of course not. He was good looking. He had a, you know, he was athletically built. He had a PhD, a real one, not a pretty huge thing. Like he had a real, like a, in chemistry. He had two PhDs, as it turns oh out. He had a, no, Thomas, no, Ron Jeremy's got nothing on Thomas. I'm just telling y'all. Here's the follow-up to that. Years later, we're at my buddy's bachelor weekend, and we went off to this lake in the like off in East Germany, and there was a lake, and we stayed in a cabin. It was great. We just hung out and smoked and drank, and you know, rode in boats and stuff. But I was thinking, we're all staying in this cabin, and you know what? I hope I don't see Thomas's freaking tripod. I hope I don't see that. <laughs> oh my god! But at one point, Thomas came out of the shower, and he was wearing tight little like um, boxer briefs, you know? Right that are skin tight, and they were white, and it looked like he had a cinnamon roll rolled up in the front of that damn thing. <laughs> oh, That's my God. That's all I God. can say. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yeah. These are, the, hilarious. these are the stories I'm not allowed to tell when I'd have to do clean comedy. It it's, that story's a lot funnier when I can say uh, some other words. That's not that you told me I couldn't cuss, but... <laughs> Yes, you know yeah, what? yeah, don't let her listen to this. My uh, fiance's heard that story. I'm, I'm told that not all women want a Thomas in their life. I'm Good told thing. that too. <laughs> Good thing. Good thing. Um, um. Oh my God, he was hung like Peru. I've never, I'm just saying, I've never. <laughs> it was unbelievable. They tell me everybody's got a big penis story. Every guy has been in a locker room or something and seen things. I don't have camera. one. Thank God. Uh-huh. Maybe it's you. I don't know. Maybe it's Maybe. me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they tell stories about you when we're not looking. Uh, it could be me. No, oh my God. That happens. I mean, hey, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh-huh. you know. Sorry. That's funny shit, though. That's some crazy that's shit. Some, that, that, now, <laughs> that's the craziest shit that's ever been said in this podcast yes. at all. Is that? Did I go too far? No, actually, no. I think it's just right. Oh. <laughs> you went right it. to the line and then came back. <laughs> I apologize. I smoked a whole cigar and drank four whiskeys. Oh, my God. It was Marcus's God. fault. Um, <laughs> yeah. I blame, Hold on. How are you not blame blaming Marcus? the weight at all? 
I'm the sound guy. <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne is sitting further away from me than you are. And I don't know him as well as I know he's you, so sound, I can blame you for more guy. stuff. <laughs> I can blame you for more stuff than I can blame him for. Uh, my listen to this podcast. Speak, oh, Jan's going to love this one. So I'll tell a nicer story. Here's, here's, this is along the same vein of when you have a, per, a person in your life, your family member or an old friend uh-huh. who's got a weird thing. You got to tell other people. Right. So my, my ex-wife, her grandmother only had one eye. And Did something happen to the other eye? I don't know what happened to the other eye. I don't, I, when, by the time I met her, she only had one eye. But one of the few good things my ex-wife ever did was warn me before I met this woman <laughs> that, by the way, my grandmother only has one eye. The other eye is a glass eye, so it's not going to turn. So it's going to look weird. Just letting you oh know. Because again, I come back to you. Got to tell people this kind of stuff. So that I'm not looking at her going, what's wrong with your grandma's eye? You don't want to be that person. You don't want your friends to be those people. So you help me. You tell them. <laughs> right. right. So we go. I met the old lady. Fine. She's got a glass eye. No big deal. Right. The problem is that in all the years I knew that old lady, nobody ever told me that the glass eye doesn't close all the way or at all. Okay. And this is some important shit I needed to know on Christmas Eve. <laughs> when I walked in to my ex-mother-in-law's living room and grandma's oh, laying down on the couch watching TV. Oh, shit. Okay? And she's got one eye into the pillow and the other eye looking up at the TV. She's just laying there. And I sit down on the couch nearby and I'm like, so, mamma, that was fun, right? Christmas Eve, all the kids opening presents and stuff. And she, she didn't say shit. She just laid there staring straight forward. I was like, Mama, I'm waving my hand in front oh of her. Mama, oh she doesn't move. She doesn't oh say God. nothing. I'm oh like, oh, crap. All this stuff going through my head like, oh, God, why did I have to find the dead grandma on Christmas Eve? Like, my mother-in-law already hates me. I can't go in there and tell her grandma. So I'm like, what am I? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back in the kitchen and pretend I did not find dead mamma. I'm going to let somebody else find dead mamma. I'm just an in-law here. I'm going to let my brother-in-law come in here and find dead mamma on the couch. I don't want to be the bastard yes. has to go in there and tell everybody mamma's dead on Christmas Eve. Leave the so scene. So I'm freaking out. And right at that moment, I hear. I'm like, oh, my God. She was asleep. She went her good eye closed down in the pillow. And the moral of this story is simple. If you got a glass eye that doesn't close, you want to sleep in public, that's the one you put down in the pillow. Okay? (laughs) So the people don't find your ass lying on the couch on Christmas Eve think you're dead. I don't need that. Oh, my God. You know what? It's funny. I know it. So I met an artist that I had to be warned about. I'm not going to name the artist because it's a a pretty big big artist. But I had to be warned about this artist when I met this artist. They had to warn me. By the way, her one eye goes this way. Oh. <laughs> and you I'm need like, to know seriously? That. I'm like, she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I'm talking. To, I, well, I meet this artist. I'm talking to her. I'm talking to her. And I'm on one side, so I don't see the other eye. Mm-hmm. So then I found, I'm like, oh, okay. So something happens. We're having to shuffle around. And I'm on the other side. I'm like in front of her. Mm-hmm. And I see that one eye is just not moving at all. Uh-oh. It got a little lazy. And it has changed my whole aspect of this artist <laughs> completely. What's wrong I, with you? I don't You're judgmental know, bastard. I don't know why. 
Because she got one why. wonky eye? A lot I of people got why. wonky eyes. But she can, she's one of the top artists ever I've ever met. You got a wonky eye? But she's I got a wonky eye. Everybody got, a, got one. It's just different got levels of wonky. No. Well, I, I mean, I true. I don't have a wonky eye. You got pictures of yourself. <laughs> That's so true. Do you got a wonky eye? Yeah, everybody do. Everybody, <laughs> listen. That pug everybody, eye. Everybody, <laughs> that one eye that goes the other way when it ain't supposed to be looking. You know? Oh, my God. Part two, I have to warn everybody. It's going to be very, very. It's going to be a little bit more than <laughs> it's part gonna one. It's going to be a little part one. <laughs> Good. I'm going to talk more about my ex-wife's family because I'm not supposed to. Listen, my, my ex-mother-in-law used to watch the. The freaking Hallmark Channel. Thank you ever God I have that? no connection to your ex-wife whatsoever. None at all. You ever watch the Hallmark Channel around Christmas time? <laughs> it's like become a huge thing it's, now. It, Ten years ago, I, I was like blown away by how stupid it was. It's like every bad made-for-TV Christmas movie they ever had. It's on Hallmark. It. And then now they make new ones. And it's all people you thought were dead. It's like starring Keisha Knight Pulliam. And you know, <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> shit. No shit. For real? Okay. You know, like, and Judd Hirsch as Santa Claus. Judd Hirsch, no kidding, he's still alive. And Vivica A. Fox. <laughs> yeah, Vivica. Wow, damn. Like it's always stuff like that. It's like, oh, what the town that Christmas forgot. You know, it's always the same crap. Oh my God. How many Hallmark movies are something where this woman meets like a rich guy or a prince because it's Christmas time? Right. A prince for Christmas. Mm-hmm. A Christmas prince. Two princes, three Christmases. Like, it's all kind of crazy. I'm like, they're making the same movie over to you. Really rich guy. Listen, what we need to do is we need to write a shitty Christmas movie and pitch it to Hallmark because they need ideas. They'll take it. They'll, They'll take, take it. it. They're making 15 of them every season. They'll take it. We'll make it interracial one. Oh. oh. That'll go over huge in middle America. <laughs> yeah, well. I mean, they get rid of Golden Girls for these I'm telling you right movies. now, you really want to blow middle America up, you do two princes for Christmas. It's about a gay couple. <laughs> that... That will not go over well. But Hallmark can't turn that script down because they have to act like they're, you know, they gotta have to get, yeah. They're like, well, I mean, we don't want to discriminate. And like, oh, just tell me. Remember, we're going to start writing that shit today. Oh, we do. We do. Yeah. Because if Hallmark won't take it, Bravo will. Bravo. Bravo. I'm just telling you. I'm just being honest with you at this point, if you listen to the podcast, I apologize. I'm literally telling jokes for the five or six dudes who are here. That's it. I'm not even trying to worry about if this is funny. We're not even worried about the podcast anymore. No. Nope. <laughs> Two princes. Let me tell y'all, that's huge. When y'all see that on Bravo oh. next year, y'all remember I wrote that crap. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's try to get back to the industry shit. <laughs> Why do you want to talk about music industry? Oh shit! And two yeah, princes. Two princes. One of them's name is Thomas. His name is Thomas. <laughs> no, no, that's not happening. Man, I'm gonna need another diet coke because this is going very badly. Oh I need my god! To counteract the whiskey. I don't. Oh my god! I've been here. So I went. Never left so that in Cancun when I met Jackie Lee and Jackie Stevens. Right. I was staying there, uh, and one of my friends. Okay, his name was Jim. Uh-huh. is also on this trip. When we got there, they told us that if we wanted to use the spa in the all-inclusive resort, the spa was the only thing that cost extra, but our group was getting a 50% discount. And I was like, okay, I got you. So I'm hanging out. Jim is hanging out in my room. We're just chilling. You know, it's like about before lunch or whatever. And uh, said, I'm going to call and make a reservation at that spa thing. So I'm on the phone with this lady. I didn't say that out loud. I was just thinking it. So I'm, I'm on the phone with the spa chick, and uh, Jim's standing there on the porch smoking a cigarette or whatever, and he goes, hey, 
you making a spa appointment? I was like, yeah. He goes, make me one too. I was like, all right, I got you. So she was just telling me like 1230, okay? I'm like, that sounds good. Can you make one for Jim? He's staying in the room next to mine. She's like, oh, yes, sir. We make one for Mr. Jim. I was like, okay, good. Uh, she goes, how about 1230? I went, Jim, you good for 1230? He goes, yeah. I was like, all right, yeah, Jim, do 1232. So we show up at the spa. And we go and we sign in, you get a little clipboard, sign in, and then they send us to our little private dressing rooms. It was nice. You got a little private, it's all just you. Got a little shower in there. You take your shower, get ready for your massage. And then they, tr- they try to put on my robe, and it was too small. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to bring me another one. Go figure. Go figure. And, then, and then I finally get my robe on, and I go, and he goes, go through the door, and it'll just take you into your massage room. And I go into the massage room door, and there's two tables in there, and Jim is standing right there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I done booked us a couple's massage. <laughs> what the hell are you doing here, Jim? He goes, I don't know, but I think, I think we get a massage at the same time. I was like, oh, yeah. I don't like this. So I said, listen, this is what's going to happen, Jim. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to close my eyes. You can get your ass naked and get under the sheet, and then you say you're ready, and then you're going to close your eyes, and I'm going to get naked and get under the sheet, and we're going to pretend this never happened. Okay? And I'm not about to cancel the appointment because you know it's going to take us until tomorrow to get another one. So I'm like, forget it. So we're just going to endure our couple's massage. And I thought we had figured out a good system and we were fine. Except there's one thing I didn't think of. Well, first of all, let me say this, and I don't never tell this joke, and it's really off color, and I apologize. But the two women walk in to give us the massage. One of them looked like exactly the woman you want to get a massage from. And the other one looked like somebody had shaved an Ewok. (laughs) (laughs) Guess which one was mine? (laughs) Damn it. She was about four foot ten. She She was as wide as she was tall. Oh, my God. <laughs> not good. Not good at all. So we get in there. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm going to just endure this. I want a massage. So we lay in there. And the, here's the problem with a couple's massage you never thought about if you never had one. And I hope I never have one again. <laughs> is that during a massage, you ever had a massage, Marcus? I have never had a massage. Okay. Mm. Dwayne? Mm. Yeah, I had yeah, one. Yeah. yeah. So they talk to you. Yeah. And they talk to you in a calm, soothing voice. Mm-hmm. Like, is the pressure okay? And would you please turn over? And try to keep your arms on the table, sir, which is because I'm fat because my arms don't stay on the table. So, you know. No, they, they can't do that when you're in a couple's massage because they don't want to disturb the other person's vibe, you know. Right. So I'm laying there, and it's warm, and it smells like lavender, and they got that, like, crickling water sound and some yawny music in the background, and I'm all relaxed. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's rubbing my neck. And then she whispers in your ear. And it's the creepiest damn thing you've ever heard because you don't know it's coming. So you just lay in there all relaxed and you hear, Senor Patrick, easy pressure, okay? Oh, 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 God. <laughs> For an hour, this went on. Every time you think you're getting relaxed, you're like, Senor Patrick, try to keep your arms on the table. You know, Senor Patrick, don't touch the plate. The plate is very hot. That's a, sorry, that's a Mexican restaurant joke. Y'all may not have. The plate is very. Plate, hot. The plate is very hot. Get it? No, we get know. it all the time. So Listen. now, so now you're the president of So Fish Media. Yes. You gonna seriously ask me serious we're, questions? We're gonna go back to serious questions right now. Nobody cares. I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to derail this. Y'all don't worry. He <laughs> <A> will. <laughs> yeah. Actually, fuck it. De- derail the whole damn thing. <laughs> no, ask it. me a question. I, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't even know where I'm gonna go now. 
There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go because I I, I am so like, listen I've after Thomas and so the hard. shaved Ewok. There's yeah, nowhere left there's to nowhere go. There's nowhere left to go with this. After Thomas, I left the building. <laughs> <laughs> Like, My damn. thing is that no one pointed out that Thomas wasn't black. No, and you know when I told that joke, the last time I was telling, I was doing stand up at this club one night, and it was about fifty or sixty people, and everyone in the club was laughing except the three black dudes sitting in the very front. They weren't laughing at all. I was like, oh, I, I get it. I see this is not funny to y'all. All right, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Man, I'm so happy the photographer laughed after that. <laughs> uh, Although she probably would have laughed her ass off. Knowing her, I think she would have loved. She would have laughed. She would love that. She I don't know if joke. this is going to be funny on the podcast, but it was funny in the room, and it, that's all I can. Hey, control. it's fine with me. We'll just we'll just advertise it as they gave you. You gave us a little bit of your your stand up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So sorry five about whiskey, that. Patrick. This is actually four whiskey, Patrick, right here. Yes. Yeah. So imagine how five whiskey, Patrick is. That's why I say give him another. No, I don't want another. No, we one. want another. One. I want another diet coke. No, we'll, we'll turn it to an X-rated. <laughs> no, it doesn't get much worse than that joke. That's about as bad. That as was my good. Jokes though. That get. was funny as shit, though. You know, I don't yeah. think I've laughed this hard on the, on the podcast. You yet. know, the thing is, everybody's seen things. That the, what the comedian does is the storyteller is just remember little bits and pieces and turns it into something and can turn, can put it out in a way right. that everybody else can see it. By just listening right. to it. Yeah, you gave sometimes me. Sometimes you see things you don't want to see, like Thomas. But sometimes. Or the shaved <laughs> shave Ewok. The shaved yeah. Ewok. I mean, sometimes it's, it's not exactly a pleasant thing, but it's still funny. How did you get into stand-up comedy? I got into stand-up late. So I, I had been telling stories. I've been telling jokes on the radio for years. Right. But telling jokes on the radio is different. I wait until somebody says something I can jump at. And it's like a sniper. Like I'm waiting mm. for my moment, and then I throw the joke out. And, and people usually laugh. But it's harder to stand mm. on a stage with a full story with no one reacting to it. So when I'm telling stories at a party, people can come back and, and there's, you know, back and forth and right. people interacting. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it throws you off. What I learned about stand-up was it was easier because people just laugh. They don't tend to actually throw stuff back at you. That's hilarious. You know. That's good, though. That's, that's Right. So. Patrick is a multitasker in the entertainment world. Yeah, I don't know that that's. I'm like a jack of all trades. My pretty dad much, used to tell yeah, me that when yeah. I was a kid. It's like you're not very good at anything, but you're pretty good at a lot of stuff. Like right. I take it. That's not a bad thing, though. No, that's, that's a, a great quality. It's a great quality. I'd yeah. rather be an excellent stand-up than be like a mediocre stand-up who also does radio. But you know, I'll take it. It's fun. Right. I have just enough clean material that I can do 25 minutes and. Not get, by the way, I don't do any of that on the stage because none of that's clean. No, that's clean at all. And I can't say the lady looked like a shaved Ewok because people get offended. I can probably not say that. I said it on the podcast. I don't care. It was true. I don't, I don't think anyone would get Wait, offended by saying someone like a shaved serious. Ewok. A shaved Ewok? Like, would they get offended by that? No, they can't get offended by get a shaved by Ewok. Dumb, I tell jokes on the radio every day, and people get offended by stuff you would not believe. Every single day we get hate mail from somebody who's upset about something. People from the left, people from the right. People get upset over the simplest things because they forget that when you tell jokes, sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're not, but they're just jokes. People have their heads up their asses on that. Right? Yeah. Get your comedians pa- get your comedians <laughs> are, have a hard uh, lot right now because comedians are getting attacked from both sides. You know, For right. years, That's only true. people from the right end of the spectrum – attack comedians because they were saying things that were offensive to the government right. or offensive to the church or offensive to society and that we've gotten away from that to where now comedians are getting attacked from the left because they're saying things that are offensive to this group or that group or the other group and i'm like it's 
you defended their right to make fun of everything right. until they were making fun of you and now you're offended well that's like how that's that's for example kevin hart or kevin hart was supposed to be the host of the oscars right you know and kevin hart's a nice guy yeah I've, I've, I've spent a lot of time with him he was on our show many times before he broke it huge and i spent a lot of time with him off the air too um but he's such a nice person that he want he he means it when he says he doesn't mean to hurt people's feelings but you know what? He still, he told jokes five years ago that right. weren't as offensive then as they are now. As they are now. So they come right. back and they want to look through your Twitter and they want to eat you alive for something you said five, eight, seven, ten years ago. You know? Which is crazy. Of course yeah. it's crazy. And, and I think we're going to reach a point. Yeah, we've right. got to reach a point where we just accept that these things, you know, when I'm telling, I told my, my fiance. Early on, I said, you can't get mad at me when I tell a joke and it doesn't work. Sometimes I tell a joke and you won't think it's funny and it'll piss you off. But if it had been funny, it might not have pissed you off. Sometimes I'm going to miss. I can't. You're always trying to make a joke. Sometimes you're going to miss. All right? A lot of the, the most offensive things that people have said and done in this, in this society are things that were meant to be funny and they missed. Okay, they're not all, you can't be funny all the time. Sometimes you try, you push that envelope, and you push it too far. But we shouldn't crucify comedians for trying to be funny. That's very true. And it, we do it. It's a job. And, it's and a job. It's a job. And it's, I mean, even, you know, I've said things in mixed company. I'm sorry, let me fix that. Tin Whiskey Patrick has said things <laughs> in mixed company that have gotten me in trouble. Okay, but that's, that's who I am. That's why you invite me to that party. Because you want me to say things that are going to push the envelope a little bit. You know, well, I think comedians are. I think, I mean, like as we say, as we've been saying, it's a job. But I think, like, they're supposed to push the envelope, right? That's they're the whole supposed, point. They're supposed to, and if you like, comedy's not comfortable. That's why you laugh, right? Right. You know, right. right. That's why it's funny. It's a nervousness. Mm. It's it's like, all built into that. Like you said, people need to get their head out their ass, man. Completely, completely. We're about to lose one of the great art forms that that's ever existed is a man standing with a microphone on stage telling jokes. You know, that, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing. And it's in danger because you got people in this country who can't freaking just take a joke. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know what the funniest part is? It's usually people, the people who get upset are usually the people who are not the targets of the joke. Preach. Yeah. Preach. Yeah. Some 22-year-old white woman on a college campus who's offended because I told a joke about whatever, but it had nothing to do with her. You know, I'm like, that's always what it is. Right. Almost always. By the way, that, those, that woman, she hates me. She hates my guts. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even date her or anyone in her family, and she still hates me. That's crazy shit. Uh, All right. Y'all well, think any of my ex-girlfriends listen to this podcast? Uh, well, I mean. Good, let's talk about some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them up. I already told does, stories does, about my ex-wife. Does any of your ex-girlfriends tell? I mean, what's that? Does any of your ex-girlfriends listen to this story? I have no I know idea. The, I know there's one. You know which one? Oh, you know one of my exes. I know don't one you? of your exes. Oh god. I don't know if she listens or not though. I hope not. I hope she doesn't listen. I don't care. I, <laughs> I mean, I don't talk to her on a regular basis. I talk to her if I see her, then I'll say hi. And that's about it. Know. Yeah. Let me, let me tell one more story before we go. I'm gonna tell one more story. Hi. So. <laughs> I went to Stonehenge. Have I told you that, Marcus? No. I was in London for a week and a half, and at one point we decided we wanted to go to Stonehenge, but we didn't plan it very well. So we left London. It's like a three-hour drive, and we got to Stonehenge at 
if you don't know what Stonehenge is, Stonehenge is like those big rocks in a field right. that you see. I'm not selling it right. It's really fancy rocks in a really, really old rocks in a really pretty field. Okay. 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 But it's rocks okay. in a field. It's rocks in a field. Rocks in so field. So we, we drive three hours from London. We get to Stonehenge at 3.15. It's broad daylight. We pull up to this gate, and this guy's standing at the gate holding his hand up to stop us, and he goes, uh, I'm sorry, uh, we're closed. I was like, what do you mean it's closed, dude? It's rocks in a field. Like, how do you close that? He goes, well, actually, the monument's behind a fence, and it's about two miles down that road, and uh, you've got to take the shuttle back and forth to the monument, and the uh, shuttle runs until 5. I was like, well, it's 3.15. Yeah, stop selling tickets at 3. I was like, dude, we drove all the way here from London, three hours. You can't just let us get on the next shuttle. He's like, no, sorry about that. It's very clearly indicated on our website. I was like, what website? I'm not, is we got rocksinafield.org? No, it's freaking... Bastard. So I had to dr- walk. Now imagine my fat ass walking two miles <laughs> in the wind uphill to see Stonehenge just so I could take a picture of me drinking whiskey in front of it, which I did. There you go. Okay. You know. Okay. Okay. Let me just tell you, at the end of the four-mile round trip journey yeah, to Stonehenge, yeah. I was pissed at all the people who lived in that part of England. In fact, I, I think I might have pissed in the field. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell the don't, don't tell anybody don't the tell customs anybody. office that. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> that's some funny shit. So that's some funny shit. shit. Did that's I give true. you enough for a whole second episode? You did. Yes. I would say so. Sure, yes. I'm gonna get in trouble for all of this. For later. all of it. No, you I don't won't. care. For this, all of it. Patrick, you, you have you have uh, you have exceeded expectations. Good. That's what <laughs> I, I try by far. I, I try to you, do. I see you in a whole different light now. Can bro. I tell y'all the story of the time I took my German friend to Prince's Hot Chicken? It's not Thomas, right? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Thomas. It's not Thomas. Okay, now this is a story. Uh, I'm the. I, I'm gonna just for those of you listening to podcasts and don't know, there's three of us sitting on this couch, and I'm the only white dude. So I'm gonna tell this story. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the truth, okay? So my best friend is a German guy. He's like six foot four, white as the driven snow, cause yep. he's German. Okay. Yep. And he loves hot, like super hot food. Goes to the Thai food restaurant and orders the hottest stuff they got. You know, crazy. So I took him to Prince's Hot Chicken, okay? Because he wanted real hot chicken. So we we go in there and listen, he is the biggest, whitest dude there. It's not even close. (laughs) He walks up to to the cashier and says, I want the hottest, the level, hottest chicken you got. And I'm not lying to you. This is 65 to 70 year old black lady standing there, okay? And she just looked at him and went, mm-mm. And he said, what do you mean? He, she goes, you can't have it. And he goes, no, I, I want the hottest. Bring me the hot, the hottest one you got. And she literally goes, no, too white. And she shook her <laughs> finger at him like that. And he looks to me like I'm going to defend him in this situation. I'm like, he really does like really hot stuff, so, and he's dumb. So go ahead and bring it to him. She just kind of looks at him and goes, mm-hmm. And then she turned and she put his order in, like, like against her. She like, I told you. <laughs> Me, I ordered mild. I ain't stupid, okay? I'm like, right. I want to enjoy my food. So she comes with the tray a few minutes later, and she goes to hand it to him. And when he reached for it, she pulled back for a second, and she looked at him, and she said, listen, don't eat the bread. <laughs> and I was like, 
Okay. Well, they take two pieces of white bread and they right. put the chicken put on, the top, chicken of on top of it. Mm -hmm. And the oils soak down into that bread. Okay. Mm -hmm. He sat down and ate that chicken. And he sweated and he cried and he breathed heavy his whole way through it. But he ate that chicken. And when he was done, there was two pieces of bread that were bright red. They looked like fire truck red, like red. Okay. And he looked at me and he said, I think I want to taste the bread. And I said, are you stupid? Did you let me tell you something, German boy. Where I come from, when an old black woman says, don't do something, we don't do it. I don't know what you like. I I, what seriously. You do. Do like this out of a movie or something. Like she goes, don't go in there. Guess what you don't do? We don't go in there. Okay. Because she knows. Like, I, this is not hard. All right. <laughs> like that woman looks like she knows some shit. And she told you not to eat the bread. Don't eat the bread. And just to prove, I don't know, to prove he was a man or whatever, he picked that piece of bread up and folded it diagonally so that he could take a bite out of the middle of it. Like the soft white part of the bread. Oh, no. That was soaked the deepest oh, red. Oh, no. And he took a bite out of it. And before he could even swallow it, spit it in the plate and ran to the men's room to pour <laughs> water down his mouth. <laughs> Because he had just taken a bite of all the oil and all the worst shit that is in this hot chicken. When he came back out and he looked like sweating in panic, she was standing there holding a glass of milk, just shaking her head, looking at him going, I told you not to eat the bread. Like, <laughs> it's one of those times where you go, I wish I could have filmed that. I wish I had that on video. That's hilarious. I wish you had it on video because I oh damn sure watched that. It's when, it's when he, I'm like, listen, man, let me tell So to this day, if any woman... Okay, over the age of 65, looks at him and says, don't do something. He don't do it because right. you know what? That's good advice. I'm just telling That's you. That's some good advice. Man. That's some crazy shit. <laughs> I'm wow. going to leave y'all with that. All right. Yes. Well, we've because had... you know what she did not say? She did not say don't drink whiskey and smoke cigars. She didn't say she that. Did she did not. She and did listen say to that. Five Whiskey Patrick everywhere uh, podcasts are available. Everywhere. Subscribe <laughs> and leave five-star ratings. <laughs> five Whiskey Patrick. Five Whiskey Patrick. <laughs> yes. And Smoking Section Podcast. Don't forget about that. Yes, of course. Yes. But you're already listening that. to that. But you're already listening to that. Yeah. But, yeah. but still subscribe. Yes. Of and rate it. And leave five-star ratings. And leave five-star ratings. Yeah, we like, five, we like five stars, too. I like five. Right. And follow us on Instagram. Yes. We there. We should follow you on Instagram, too. Yeah, at Radio Patrick. I'm at Radio Patrick everywhere, but Facebook. On Facebook, it's Five Whiskey Patrick. There you go. Yeah, all right. All right. There you go. All right. Well, this has been great. This has been a great two-parter episode. This has been With the one and only. Patrick Thomas. I yes. hope this is half as funny tomorrow when I listen back to it. I know. <laughs> it was funny today, though. I'm sitting in my office tomorrow going, wait a minute, did I tell did the, I tell Did I say shaved Ewoks? Hey, oh, I, I expect a phone call tomorrow. <laughs> right. Did you really allow me? I think you should edit this part out. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever. Nope. 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 That Dwayne, editing thank shit you, out. my friend. I appreciate you. Hey, no worries, I hope bro. you found it amusing. Oh, dude, you cracked Poor me Dwayne up. sitting in the sun like... I know. Not that he can get tan. more tan, but like seriously, that looks un uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I'm glad yeah. you didn't put my fat ass in the sun. Hey, we should have switched, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want none of that. <laughs> All right, we're out of here. I'll see y'all later. Y'all right. enjoy it. Bye. Bye. Holla, y'all.